Chapter thirty one of Revelations of Divine Love read for LibriVox.org by David Barnes. Revelations of Divine Love by Julian of Norwich, the thirteenth revelation, chapter thirty one. The spiritual thirst, which was in him from without beginning, is desire in him as long as we be in need, drawing us up to his bliss. And thus our good Lord answered to all the questions and doubts that I might make, saying full comfortably, I may make all thing well, I can make all thing well, I will make all thing well, and I shall make all thing well. And thou shalt see thyself that all manner of thing shall be well. In that he saith, I may, I understand it for the Father, and in that he saith, I can, I understand it for the Son, and where he saith, I will, I understand it for the Holy Ghost, and where he saith, I shall, I understand it for the unity of the Blessed Trinity, three persons and one truth, and where he saith, Thou shalt see thyself, I understand the oneing of all mankind that shall be saved unto the blessed Trinity. And in these five words God willeth we be enclosed in rest and in peace. Thus shall the spiritual thirst of Christ have an end. For this is the spiritual thirst of Christ, the love-longing that lasteth and ever shall till we see that sight on doomsday. For we that shall be saved, and shall be Christ's joy and his bliss, some be yet here, and some be to come, and so shall some be unto that day. Therefore this is his thirst and love-longing, to have us altogether whole in him, to his bliss, as to my sight. For we be not now as fully whole in him, as we shall be then. For we know in our faith, and also it was showed in all the revelations, that Christ Jesus is both God and man. And anent the Godhead, he is himself highest bliss, and was from without beginning, and shall be without end, which endless bliss may never be heightened nor lowered in itself. For this was plenteously seen in every showing, and specially in the twelfth, where he saith, I am that which is highest. And anent Christ's manhood, it is known in our faith, and also it was showed, that he, with the virtue of Godhead, for love to bring us to his bliss, suffered pains and passions, and died. And these be the works of Christ's manhood, wherein he rejoiceth. And that showed he in the ninth revelation, where he saith, It is a joy and bliss, and endless pleasing to me, that ever I suffered passion for thee. And this is the bliss of Christ's works, and thus he signifieth where he saith in that same showing, We be his bliss, we be his meed, we be his worship, we be his crown. For anent that Christ is our head, he is glorified and impassable, and anent his body, in which all his members are knit, he is not yet fully glorified, nor all impassable, 
Therefore the same desire and thirst that he had upon the cross, which desire, longing and thirst as to my sight, was in him from without beginning, the same hath he yet, and shall have unto the time that the last soul that shall be saved is come up to his bliss. For as verily as there is a property in God of ruth and pity, so verily there is a property in God of thirst and longing. And of the virtue of this longing in Christ we have to long again to him, without which no soul cometh to heaven. And this property of longing and thirst cometh of the endless goodness of God, even as the property of pity cometh of his endless goodness. And though longing and pity are two sundry properties, as to my sight, in this standeth the point of the spiritual thirst, which is desire in him as long as we be in need, drawing us up to his bliss. And all this was seen in the showing of compassion, for that shall cease on doomsday. Thus he hath ruth and compassion on us, and he hath longing to have us, but his wisdom and his love suffereth not the end to come till the best time. End of chapter 31 This recording is in the public domain.